Trash Pirate Radio. My name is Eric, and that was Against All Odds by Phil Collins. I've had that song stuck in my head for a couple days now, and I honestly couldn't tell you why. I don't believe I've heard this recently. Uh, haven't really had Phil Collins on the mind. But uh, there it was, just a, a fragment of the past floating around in my brain. Uh, I like that song a lot. I like Phil Collins a lot. Uh, it could just be uh, a nostalgia thing. But uh, it's, it's, he's an artist I grew up with. He, he hit his prime when I was like, you know, in elementary school, so very young age uh, I, I, I don't know the, the years of when you know, let's say No Jacket Required came out which I think was his, his mega album uh, and, and just what an unconventional rock star that guy was just short, balding you know, not necessarily ugly but uh, by far not the poster model of most uh, stereotypical pop and rock stars, especially nowadays. Uh, I'm sure you've seen on uh, social media the, the still image of him uh, guest starring on an episode of Miami Vice uh, playing a 
coked up haphazard game show host. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I just, I like Phil Collins, uh, particularly the hits, uh, and, and I like him with Genesis as well. Uh, that song, you know, it's, it's poppy, but it's, it's a ballad, but it's, it's also kind of powerful and, Everybody always points to In the Air Tonight as, you know, the, the, the drum song. But uh, this one has some, some kicking drums in there, too, and uh, I like it. Uh, it, was, it was good to, to finally hear it after having it uh, floating around in my skull for a bit. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and play a couple more tunes from the Random Playlist, and then uh, we will get into the meat of this episode, which is ironic once uh, everything is revealed. I will talk to you soon. Yeah. 
was One Year Later by The Get Up Kids. Emo Gods. The Get Up Kids. Uh, when I was heavily into emo, they were one of my top bands. And um, in their prime, they could not be beat. Uh, I loved them. Not from the beginning, because I'm, I'm not always going to be that guy. Uh, but uh, I want to say it was Red Letter Day, maybe. And that's when I, I first heard of them. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, time is a thing, and the trivia in my head uh, is jumbled, and I cannot remember straight a lot of things. There's so much floating around in there. Uh, but just, just know that I I loved the Get Up Kids. Uh, was was very heartbroken when they broke up. I, I felt that uh, they had put out a couple of fantastic albums towards the end there. Uh, I know they reunited at some point, and I believe they also put out another album during that reunion. But I can't recall ever listening to it. I. I if I did, I, I definitely don't remember it, and I don't remember whether I enjoyed it or not, but uh, maybe that's something that I can uh, track down now that they are here on my mind at the forefront. Before that was Death Letter by White Stripes. Uh, I'd heard of White Stripes uh, when they released uh, Fell in Love with a Girl. I remember hearing that uh, song on the radio for the first time, driving to... Uh, what is currently called Second and Charles, a, uh, but uh, I believe before that it was Books and Company, uh, or Books a Million, uh, driving there in the dark at night, uh, heard that song on the radio and thought, what is this? Uh, and luckily they did say what it was after the song played, uh, which kind of rare on radio sometimes. But, uh, you know, I uh, heard that song a couple more times, and then I, I tracked down that album that it was from, and uh, the White Stripes' previous two albums, and really got into them for a while, as I believe almost everyone did. Uh, I think I picked up Elephant, uh, their, their follow-up album, and... Uh, don't know that I, I cared for it much, and that was pretty much the end of me and the White Stripes and uh, anything to do with Jack White. Um, no real animosity against him or them. Uh, just sort of, you know, I get it. Uh, he, he's a great guitarist. He's a great songwriter. Uh, very uh, blues and... and uh, that type of style of music uh, uh, influenced and uh, kind of combining it with a little punk and rock aesthetic and, and it's good And but uh, you know after a while it's just not for me speaking of things that are not for me this show is not for me this show is for Jason Young a couple episodes ago, I released an episode that was just for Jason. Uh, he was traveling a long distance and uh, feeling lonely and estranged from his family and friends. And uh, I thought, hey, this, this would be a nice thing that I could do quickly and help him with his drive. Uh, but also, uh, prior to that, I had done an episode where a friend of mine gave me a playlist of songs, and I listened to them and gave my thoughts about them, good or ill. And uh, I have invited Jason to do just that as well, and so this is that episode for him, uh, by him, uh, for me, for everyone. Uh, this is Jason Young, part two, uh, the playlist inning. Uh, he has given me six tracks uh, that, that he has handpicked, and uh, he has told me specifically that he wants them played in this order uh, because it kind of builds. So I will go ahead and play 
three tracks in a block, uh, two blocks of them, and uh, listen to them and give my thoughts on them as, as he wants me to do. Uh, he has provided nothing else other than the CDs with which to rip those tracks from. Um, which is weird, uh, ripping a CD in uh, 2023, but uh, that's what we do here at Gutter Trash Pirate Radio. We go old school sometimes. Um, so I know that I have heard of a couple of these artists that he has picked. Um, whether I have heard the artist is, is something different. Uh, Jason and I used to host a comic book podcast and uh, we would do two segments. One would be the comic review. Uh, the second segment would be followed up with just sort of a general inanity. And then we would pick uh, whatever the next thing we would review uh, would be. Uh, but in between those segments, we would uh, switch back and forth on uh, a song to play uh, for the listener. And uh, Jason's picks were often very, uh, you know, Sometimes we tried to pick something that fit in with what we had reviewed, but uh, Jason, Jason's a complicated man. As are we all. We are full of multitudes. Uh, during my previous cure, myself curated episode for Jason, it was songs that songs and bands that I knew for sure that he liked that I owned. Uh, this is definitely the other branches of Jason, for sure. I've never heard these. We're going to listen to them together. First up is going to be a song called Beachy Head by Throbbing Gristle. Let's go ahead and take a listen.
Speed Bumps by Luna. And before that, Paint the Walls by Snake Apartment. Uh, started that off with, of course, Beachy Head by Throbbing Gristle, which I am not entirely sure what that was. Just was noise with some beach sounds in the background. Uh, it was not relaxing. It was it was it was kind of a bunch of nothing. Uh, sorry, Jason. Sorry, throbbing gristle. But uh, that was nothing that I would ever enjoy. Uh, um, so starting off the Jason playlist, great. Uh, but actually, kind of redeemed with the other two songs. Um, I did love Paint the Walls by Snake Apartment, um, but uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, it was just too... Uh, J- Jason had said that there, there was a build to his playlist, and uh, that went from, you know, Beachy Head being like a zero to Paint the Walls being like a, like a seven. And then following that up with Speed Bumps, which was back to like a three, uh, not not as far as uh, quality goes, but just as far as, uh, you know, uh, a build, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but but I did enjoy Paint the Walls. It reminded me a lot of uh, early Black Flag. Maybe it was just the feedback at the beginning, but, but no, the, the actual song felt very, very punky, very hardcore, uh, dirty, uh, late 70s, early 80s punk. Uh, and, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I might uh, go ahead and rip the rest of that CD and give it a listen. Uh, I said might. Luna, on the other hand, Speed Bumps, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I, uh, I, I felt very relaxed by that song. Uh, can't really explain it, uh, but it just felt good to listen to, uh, and I will definitely uh, be ripping the rest of that CD and uh, listening to to it at some point. Uh, I, I just really felt good listening to that song. I I, I don't know why. Uh, so so that is uh, part one of Jason, part two. Jason has long been a dear friend of mine. Uh, he is a dirty, hippie, crust punk vegetarian, but uh, you know he, he also likes uh, he likes some stuff out there. Uh, uh, and whether I question it or not, uh, I respect his taste. Uh, and I've, I've gotten a lot of good music recommendations from Jason over the years. So you know, I definitely give. Uh, more leeway to, to some of his uh, dicier prospects. Throbbing Grizzle, looking at you. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and get into his second block of his playlist. Uh, we're going to start this one off with a song called Mike Kalinske, which, I don't know, is that the, uh, is that the, the Round green monster from uh, Monsters University, Monsters Inc. Uh, is that him? Uh, I don't know. Uh, is the song about him? We will find out together, I suppose. Uh, the song better be about Monsters Inc. Uh, the artist for this is Clem Snide. Mike Kalinsky had asthma He was often absent from school But he still performed well on tests and quizzes So all the other kids felt like fools 
Mike Kalinsky had asthma. Spinning bottles never pointed his way. You see, he had difficulty breathing, so he couldn't participate in sports. And all the jocks said he was gay.
seen them perform a couple times uh, live. I know that he has even perhaps drawn a poster for one of their gigs. I could be conflating that with something else, but uh, he's definitely done fan art. And uh, I gotta say, I really loved that song. Uh, That is also, I think, uh, I'll make that CD a keeper. I really, really dug that. Uh, prior to that was Marm by the band Gasp. And uh, if you're sensing a theme in this episode, it's apparently that uh, I just I don't like instrumental experimentation. And uh, that's sad. I do like instruments. I, I, like, I like instrumentals. Uh, I was in orchestra, for God's sake. Uh, but, uh, the, these two songs that he has picked, uh, b- b- between Marm and, uh, Beachy Head, um, yeah, n- not a fan, not a fan at all, uh, just, uh, do something, just give me something to listen to, and that, that was not it, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, 
made me angry. Made me angry to listen to. Uh, which I guess maybe led into the the violent cello metal of Lung, I guess. I don't I don't know. Uh, prior to that, of course, starting the block off was Mike Kalinsky by Clem Snide. Uh, not about uh, Mike from uh, Monsters, Inc. slash University. Uh, a song about me? Maybe. Eric Schonborn has asthma, I can tell you that much. Eric Schonborn missed a lot of school. Eric Schonborn screwed up on some tests and quizzes. Uh, also, uh, a song with a twist? What? Uh... <laughs> I enjoyed that. It was, uh, at first I felt, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like I was being called out for something. I, uh, I'm not sure. It just felt, felt like a personal attack, I guess. Uh, Mike Kalinsky. Uh, if, if this song is based on a real person, if, uh, the gentleman of Clem Snide wrote this about a real man and Mike Kalinsky is actually out there, uh, I hope he sues. Uh, I never want a song named after me, whether positive or negative. Just uh, leave me alone. Leave people alone. It's my motto. It's my creed. It's what I do. Leave people alone. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was it was it was kind of stupid in a, in a sad sack kind of way. Uh, all I know of Clem Snide. Uh, as I believe Jason has probably picked them uh, for a gutter trash episode. I do not remember, but uh, it sounded very violent femmes-ish to me a little bit. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure. No, not, not violent femmes. Uh, oddly, Marcy Playground, uh, a band that I do like, which I'm pretty sure Jason hates. But uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, but yeah, twist at the end. Not expecting that. Kind uh, kind of raised its profile for me there at the end. Uh, again, oh yeah, I was talking about what I know about Club Snide, which again is not much. Uh, but I do know that apparently, and I just learned this today, <laughs> this morning, uh, that Club Snide did the theme song for the TV show Ed. I guess, um, at least for the second season, uh, the first season and the third and following seasons, however many it had, were done by the Foo Fighters. Uh, and then they, they were told after the first season they'd probably uh, lose the rights to use that song, so they changed it to a Clemsonite song, and then changed it back. So Clemsonite's claim to fame, that and uh, being on this episode of the show, which at the time of this recording, no one but Jason Young has listened to. So it's very appropriate that this is Jason Young, part two. This was Jason Young, part two. Uh, th this one, probably a little bit better than the Stephanie Cooper episode. Uh... <laughs> I, I enjoyed uh, the majority of what Jason brought to me, but, but uh, only a couple of these, I think, are, are keepers overall. But uh, I, I overall enjoyed what I heard. Um, yeah, just, just keep me away from uh, uh, instrumental experimentation, I guess. Alright, so we're going to wrap this show up with a couple more of my songs to ruin everything. So let's see what uh, the random Wheel of Fortune brings up for us. Can they twirl him back like a key to a skeptic? Can the bills start nibbling through the door?
that's the word of double blind and ain't strong. Every type of nervous and the design all gone. Pack of
from first song to last. I uh, can't say that there was much more than a build there uh, from uh, pop ballad from the 80s to uh, just some classy heavy metal from the uh, early mid-2000s um, system down there. Uh, the Misfits, uh, att- attempting to put out an album without a singer. Jerry only. Sorry, guy. Not a singer. Uh, you can, you can croon all you like, but you will just never be Glenn Danzig. You will never be Michael Graves. Uh, maybe that's for the best. Uh, cause they're, they're not great people. But, um, you know, like, I, I respect you, brother, for, for, trying to keep the misfits afloat for all these years and, and to various degrees of success, but uh, your your attempt at uh, being the singer just uh, was not great. Musically, it was fine, but uh, man, some, some strong vocals want to help that. Uh, and of course, uh, System of a Down. I, I love System of a Down. Uh, they released... Uh, their last album, I believe, in like 2007, 2008, maybe, uh, and hadn't put out anything since. Uh, they're they're not officially broken up. They just, uh, you know, they, they just don't play much. Uh, I guess occasionally they they will play a concert, but uh, like as far as writing music, they just don't do it. Which is uh, too bad. I, I know they released uh, two songs during the pandemic, which were honestly I don't remember them. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure they just sounded like System of a Down, and, and that's great. But uh, you know, uh, didn't make that much of an impact, I guess. And that's too bad. Uh, I know Serge has done his own side projects uh, over the years and uh, has, has definitely indulged in his uh, more non-rock, non-metal type stuff and uh, more power to him. Uh, you know, God, God bless him for doing that. I, I will never, ever disparage an artist from, from doing what they like, even when it's uh, you know not particularly what... Uh, they are known for because I am all for expansion and uh, experimentation as long as it's not instrumental. But that was uh, some classic, classic metal from System of Down, and uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. 
All right. Thank you again for listening to Gutter Trash Pirate Radio. Thank you wholeheartedly to Jason Young for providing the playlist. I I hope uh, we can do this again. I hope uh, more of my friends would be willing to to join this after listening to to two attempts at doing this and me just uh, disliking their tastes in music. Uh, Not entirely true, but uh, I do enjoy listening to, to what they bring me. And always, always hoping to find new stuff to listen to and new stuff that will breathe life into my dead soul as just as they do as people in my life breathing life into my soul by being my friends and being my family uh, being the people that I love and care for and wishing that I could do anything for them and wishing that I could do more for them and Jason Young is at the top of that list well near the top of that list. Uh, as always, you can find me at my website, shitonborn.net. You can find my other podcast, view.guttertrash.net, that I do with another dear friend of mine, Joe Grunenwald, hopeful future playlist provider someday, I hope. Um, you can buy my artwork at shop.shopboard.net. You can see my artwork uh, yet again in a smaller format on Instagram uh, at Born. You can maybe still find me on Twitter or whatever in the fuck it's going to be called uh, in December when this episode comes out. Um, but also most likely not. Uh, you can also possibly find me on Blue Sky, uh, as that's where I am posting more and more lately, but also, uh, you know, every other Twitter alternative has failed, and uh, I have very little hopes, uh, but I am on both of those places also at Eshanborn. Uh And of course, continue listening to this show, like and review it, uh, but uh, you know what? This is a pirate radio station. Spread the word, but keep it mum. Thank you again, and as always, take care.